Hello and welcome to On The Wire, the official podcast of the PDC, coming to you directly from the Ladbrooks.com World Championship from Alexandra Palace. On this edition of the podcast, we'll talk to Sky Sports' Sid Waddell about Phil Taylor's runners-up finish in the Sports Personality of the Year Awards. We'll also hear from world number two, James Wade, on his clinical first-round performance, and from shot winners, Per Larson and Brendan Dolan. Well, the darts world has been celebrating after Phil Taylor picked up the runners-up award at the Sports Personality of the Year. My Sky Sports colleague Sid Waddell has followed the power throughout his glittering career and I sat down with Sid to reflect on Taylor's wonderful achievement. Sid, you've known Phil Taylor, you know, since he was uh, just an up-and-coming darts uh, star. He's grown into one of the greatest sportsmen this country's ever seen, never mind greatest darts player. Um, just how pleased were you to see him get that recognition he deserves by coming second at the Sports Personality? Uh, I was very pleased indeed because... Uh, I know how much he was looking forward to it. Uh, we're both working class lads. We uh, sometimes mix with posh people. The last time he went to the sports review, uh, he wasn't nominated. He was just there as a guest. And he ended up drinking claret with uh, Tisdale and Zara. And he came back saying, Sid, have you ever had claret? And I went, I have. I said, oh, it's good stuff, isn't it? it? Makes it feel right warm. So I hope this time, when he was actually on the shortlist, that he would achieve it, something. I didn't think he'd be uh, win it, but I think it's great because uh, forget Boycott, forget Bobby Charlton, forget Len Hutton, forget two uh, WPC Davies, forget English or British sports stars. He's a worlder. I'm in a baseball mate. He's a Babe Ruth. I mean, he is a Bradman, and he is a Pelé. He is fit to be mentioned for what he's achieved with the greats of world sport. How much of a difference do you think it will make, not only to Phil, because as you said, he, I know he's absolutely delighted, uh, but to the sport of darts to finally get the recognition that it is a sport, it is a skill, and it is something that the vast majority of the English public do actually enjoy and love watching? I think it's got a lot good to do with how Sky presented it. We presented like a rock show. The biggest amount of money on our budget goes on the lighting. That's where other people miss the trick. It's got to look like a rock concert. But darts, unlike a rock concert, at its greatest, it's monotone. If Taylor's been tested by Wade, it's 140, 140, 180. The two blokes do the same thing. That's where nutty commentary comes in and fast cutting and some of your own kind of stuff, you know? So I think the fact that, like, Sky... I used to play rugby union, seriously. It looked on the beep as the two people were fighting, eight guys were fighting. Sky have showed what the huddle's about, what's good ball, bad ball, and Stuart Barnes has told us about advantage gains. He's given commentators so much to talk about with his massive averages and his style and the sort of other lads following on the comet that is Taylor, that he is, as you know, a commentator's dream. So I think that the Taylor era, he's broken the world record from 111 to nearly 119 in the last year and a half, I think this is a recognition that what he's done, measured in pure statistics, can be matched in pure popular appeal. And just finally, Sid, um, he played by his own 
uh, comments and, and ours as well abysmally in his first game by his standards I was thinking I, more of naff <laughs> pretty naff wasn't it very naff in fact and he was under a lot of pressure and he had all this on his mind and we know he had, his little grandson wasn't wasn't well and, and so on but what sort of a difference do you think this will, this award will mean to his confidence and his whole pizzazz when he comes back into play after Christmas I think that's an excellent point because uh, whenever you see him talking to Bristol you realise that Eric like certain lads I know in my family is tough love He's a tough guy. Taylor, I think, is a softie at heart. He's malleable. But I think that this recognition by the, the greatest sportsman and a rub shoulders with them will give him the other side of his. It'll, that's the warm cup of humanity when you see the anthracite. Challenges to Taylor this year include world number two, James Wade, and the machine faced a potential banana skin in Spaniard Antonio Alcinas. But the Autosol ace claimed a 3-0 win in the first round and spoke to Dan Dawson afterwards. It's kind of anti-climax. Um, I didn't play as well as I should have done. Um, I don't believe the scoreline reflected the game. But, you know, it's a W and who cares? I'm going home for Christmas, very happy, and Santa will visit me. What's your preparation been like? I mean, I've spoken to you the last two years before this Ladbrokes.com World Championship. A couple of years ago, you said I haven't practiced. Last year, you said I've done loads of practice. Have you gone for something in the middle this time? How have you been? I've practiced. You know, I, I believe it's just it, this tournament, if it's going to happen, it'll happen, you know. It's not if, it's when. Um, can't use any excuses like a lot, lot of players do, you know. If it's, it's not if, it's when. You're probably not one to look at draws and see you've got coming up. You know anything less than the finals are a disappointment for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's very true. I believe it's it's not just me, though. It's um, every player walking into this, if they don't get to the final or win it, it's an anticlimax, you know, and I, I believe that's for every player now. Um, a few years ago, I believe players wanted to get to the quarterfinals, semi-finals you know they'd be happy with that but I believe now the standards come on so far that you know unless you get to a semi-final or, or, or a final you know I believe for every player now it's an anticlimax. It must be even more so for you though I mean winning more and more titles you, you're beating you know likes of Phil obviously who everybody talks about you must think it's about time I made this final. You never reflect on one player you know you reflect on the whole field. And the fact is I haven't been good enough to win it. That's a fact. Do you think you're going to be good enough this year? Who knows? I've given up on predicting and thinking. Now I just believe it's not if, it's when. We've had shocks every night at Ali Pali and Monday's surprise came in the form of Northern Irishman Brendan Dolan dumping 2004 finalist Kevin Painter out of the tournament. Excellent. Brilliant for me now. So it was uh, probably the best I've played on TV so far. It's not the best darts I've ever played, but it's the best I've played on TV. So I'm pleased with that. It was a good start. Then Kevin hit a 1 5 8, and I thought, well, maybe this game's back on, but you just hit back and you hit him hard. Well, yeah, well, like, I felt that leg, it was uh, probably he had the darts. So, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to win with your own darts. So I just blanked it and said, well, he would have won it anyway if he'd have scored a wee bit better. So. It was just for me to win on my own throw and just go and play solid again. And, uh, you know, I got off to a good start in the next leg, which, you know, it settles you down. It settles you down and puts his finish to one side. 
How does it, I mean, you say it's your best performance on telly. Yeah. How good does it feel to be doing it at the Ladbrokes.com World Championship, biggest stage there is? Well, you know, uh, this is where you want to do it because this is the, the best TV tournament. It, everybody recognises you at the World Championships and to have a, a good win here is, you know, immense for the, the likes of me to build my profile up and, uh, you know, uh, my my dreams is to advance a lot further than this, so uh, I'm in the hat, so uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, because I think I'm right two years ago, first round, last year's second round, you'll yeah. do for at least the third round this I'd year, aren't you? You know, stepping stones, I think I have to be third round. <laughs> going to be tough, though, is it? Uh, looks like might we get to Terry Jenkins, is it? Next? Uh, no, Wes Newton. Oh, Wes Newton next. Wes Newton, Newton next, yeah. Uh, you know, Wes has had a tremendous, you know, 12 months, 18 months actually, and you know he's going real well, and he's he deserves to be in the top 16 in the world because of his performances so far. Um, me and Wes normally have good games, and uh, it's pretty even. He may be edging it just about, but there's not much in it between the two of us. If there's one game between us, that's it. You know, so hopefully I'll even it up again. So what do you do now? Are you going back home for Christmas or are you staying here? Um, I'm going to have to read into the weather forecast. Uh, odds are looking like I'm going to have to stay over here. Uh, I don't think I'd risk it because I'd like to get back, you know, uh, at least a day before. You know, that I mean travelling on uh, uh, St Stephen's Day and, uh, you know, it with the weather, I can't guarantee it. So... Uh, I might just stay over here. Yeah, very difficult to uh, make the last 16 for the first time if you're in another country when you're supposed well, to be playing. Definitely, it is very hard. You know, uh, I don't think Phil Taylor could even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday night shocker belonged to Dane Pear Larson coming through a prelim match before seeing off the three-time champion John Part. The Canadian was under the weather with an ear infection, but it was still a great performance from Larson, who now faces Phil Taylor. I'm feeling, as Taylor said, over the moon. I'm in a great, yeah... I feel great. If somebody had said to you before this evening that you were going to go up and beat a three-time world champion 3-0, yeah. what would you have said to them? I would have said to the people, they are crazy. You've been at this Ludbrooks.com world championship a number of times. I think this is your sixth time here. Fifth, fifth time yeah. here. What's it feel like to get a scalp like that? Uh, I mean, you know, they don't come much bigger, do they? No, it feels... Really great for me, because I'm, I'm. When I play darts, I just enjoy it. So if I can beat someone of the big ones, I just enjoy it. They don't come much bigger than your next round opponent, Phil no. Taylor. It will be a great, great honour for me to play against uh, Phil Taylor. He's the best player in the world ever. How do you go about preparing for that? Will you do anything different? I mean, the fact that you've already beaten a world champion so far. Does that give you confidence going into your next game? I mean, I know John didn't play particularly well, but you still went out there and beat him 3-0. Yeah. It feel me, uh, give me a lot of uh, confidence, but I will just enjoy to play Phil Taylor. As I, as I said before, I, I don't think I can beat him. Well, I'll give it a chance. You've got a sporting chance, isn't it? There's always... Yeah, always a chance. I know that, I know that, but uh, he's also much better than me, and so... If I can get a leg or maybe a set, I'll be happy. 
Form players come in many guises, and that's perhaps why Wes Newton has slipped under the radar for many people. The Fleetwood thrower broke into the top 16 in November with back-to-back -back players' championship wins, and he'll be a danger man in the draw after he saw off Darren Young to face Brendan Dolan in round two. Yeah, it wasn't the, wasn't the prettiest game I've ever been on TV, but you know, you know, you try so hard to um, play your best up there. It's the World Championships, biggest tournament in the world, and this, this is what you work all year for, and you want to go up there and give it your best, and sometimes you try too hard and you know, that Darren he's a good player Darren not, nothing happened for him there you know, it was a bad game and um, you try not to get dragged down in it but it happens you know I mean sometimes you play good players and you raise your game and you play bad bad players and sometimes you get dragged down a bit but it was just one of them games I'm happy to win and it's job done I'll go home I'll, I'll celebrate Christmas and I'll come back ready to fire obviously you're into the top 16 now uh, despite that and the success you've had is there extra pressure on you because it's the Labbox.com World Championship? There's extra pressure because this tournament's it's, it's the biggest tournament of the year and everyone gives 110% to do the best here. And I don't know, it's, it's strange for me. Sometimes I think I try too hard and I've just got to relax and, and play it like I do week in, week out on the floor. And you know, I'm beating the world's top players week in, week out on the floor. I've just got to do it on TV. I know I can do it. And it's annoying sometimes. It's only myself holding me back. I've just got to let go and do it. So, obviously, you've, you've seen the draw and everything. It could be Brendan Dolan or Kevin Painter next. Um, what are your thoughts? They're both good players. I know Kevin really well. I've, I've beat Kevin on the floor. He's beat me on TV a couple of times. And and Brendan's a good player as well. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me. It's I'll, I'll, I'll play whoever wins that game. I don't care. It's, at the end of the day it's down to yourself it's what it's what you do up there if you play to the best of your ability you'll win and after the success that you've had I mean obviously you're, you're with the big boys now in the top 16 what counts as a success for you at this tournament or is you know anything less than the final a failure in your eyes I think um, semi-finals at least is achievable on, on the way I'm playing like I said I'm in the top 16 in the world I'm, I'm beating the world's top players week in week out on the floor I've just got to take the next step and, and do it on TV I know I can do it. I'm just not. I'm just not kicking, kicking in the top gear yet. But hopefully, I'll just keep winning, and, and that'll come. Alan Tabin has been a second-round loser in the last two Ladbrokes.com World Championships. And in order to improve on that run, he had to see off Richie Burnett. The Welshman gave Tabin a scare by taking the opening set, but the St Helens man rallied well, securing a 3-2 win, and he will return after Christmas Day. I make of that what people sat at home would make of it, which is kind of like you can't read anything into that you can't read anything you don't know what's going to happen um, the only good thing is I suppose from um, a fan's point of view and somebody sat at home point of view they'd love the game because they don't know what's going to happen it's, if you get three darts at a double you've got a feeling they're going to miss it and give him a chance you know so from a fan's point of view I suppose it's brilliant but from a player's point of view it's absolutely rubbish how did you feel out there obviously Labrooks.com World Championship it's the big one you're out there playing a former world champion didn't start great and then you pull out some, some great stuff well, I'll tell you what was going through my mind. Um, this this week, there's been a lot. There's there's always a lot of first round shocks, no matter what. It doesn't matter what what tournament you're playing. There's always a lot of first round shocks, and no disrespect to Richard, but it would have been construed as a, a shock if he'd have beat me. I wouldn't have thought like that, and neither would Richie, but the fans and people watching the game of darts would have construed it that way. And I was just thinking, well, this is going to be one of them games where, you know, it, it goes Richie's way, and I'm, I'm just back at home waiting for play the Players' Championships in January, February in Doncaster. And 
so and it was just going through my mind and the problem is when you start thinking in your mind you stop thinking about what you're doing on the board so and then all of a sudden I just clicked in and stopped I said oh forget it just play darts I wish I could have done that from dart one so what are you planning to do for your next one then I've no choice because I mean no disrespect to Richard uh, Justin Pipe and Matt Walsh I'll just get beat up if I play like I've just played, I'll get beat up anyway. You know what I mean? So I've got to, uh, I've got to be proper. Wayne Jones is definitely on the crest of a wave after a semi-final appearance on home turf in the Grand Slam of Darts. The Wolverhampton ace was handed a bit of a curveball in round one, facing the 2008 runner-up, Kirk Shepard. The 11th hour replacement took the opening set, but Jones marched into the second round with an emphatic 3-1 victory. It felt funny because I really thought I should have won the first set and lost it 3-1, and I'm looking and thinking... Finishing, finishing was terrible. I mean, it, it scored a bad score, then it won some, some out. It was my own fault the first set. So I just thought, well, break his darts the next set, which I did. So it was one each. And then it was my darts again. I thought, well, just hold again. But it was a, it was an indifferent game. Some of my finishing was quite poor. But, I mean, I've no idea what the averages were. Some of my scoring was lovely. But, uh, but I, to be honest, I just wanted to get through. All I wanted to do was win. And I've won. So I'm just relaxing every week. So I don't care. Yeah, I think your average was, you're looking at mid to low 90s, so it's a solid start to love with the Commonwealth Championship, no, no, isn't it? No, you, you bad critic, you. I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite pleased with 90 to start with. Yeah, I think if some of my finishing had gone better, I, would, I, I wanted about 93, 94. But, you know, I mean, you, you can't tell what's going to happen, I suppose. A win's a win, in fairness, but you like to be playing well for your next game because you know the next time you play, you're going to need a 94, 95 to get through, otherwise you're going to get mullered. So, yeah, it's all right. It's not too, I'm going to need to sharpen up on the finish a bit, but as I say, I don't care. I won. That's all that matters. And you've had a cracking year, Wayne. I mean, I, I saw you not long ago uh, back in your own town uh, for the Grand Slam, all the way to the semi-finals, uh, yeah. final European Championships. I mean, you, you've never had better preparation for a World Championship, have you? No, I'm being, I'm being greedy, I suppose. I wanted to do... Well, obviously, the world is... Everyone wants to do one in the worlds. So I've had a great year all year, and I suppose... I'm just being greedy. I'd like to have a nice run in this now. How am I ever going to follow it up next year? I've no idea. So, um, yeah, just just keep winning is all I can do, and hopefully I'll play better and better, and then somebody's going to have to play well to stop me. That's the intention. But winning the first round was the main objective, and I can relax now. Christmas Day won't be so bad now. Fantastic. Have you had a look at the, you looked at the draw, who you can meet and everything? you got any feelings about oh, your yeah, next I've, game? <laughs> yeah, I've already sorted all that out. Um, if it goes to seedings, it's Vincent van der Voort. Uh, and in fairness, Vincent's done me four times this year. He's beat me in two finals and he beat me in the Championships of Darts thing. But I don't worry about things like that. I mean, I've got players I've beat every time. I mean, I've beat Kirk loads of times and look how well he played then. So it doesn't matter. Um, if I can do him, I've got Whitlock, which I'd like to get my arm back from last year because I could have beat him last year and, and made him into a superstar. So, no, I don't care. As long as I play well, I really don't care because somebody then will have to play well to beat me. So every round is a bonus. Robert Thornton made it a Scottish 1-2 in the second round. He followed Gary Anderson's clinical display with a less convincing triumph over debutant Nigel Hayden. Nevertheless, he joins his World Cup teammate in the mix after Christmas where he'll face Andy Hamilton. Uh, Nigel's one of, I would say on the floor, one of the hardest players to play against. He can take darts and finishes out that you wouldn't believe on the floor. On the stage, the first two sets, wasn't he the true Nigel? Nigel can play a lot better than that. It looked like he had you a bit rattled. He put up a brave fight back for a time and I, I was thinking maybe he's favourite to go through to the last 32 of this Labrooks.com World Championship for a moment. Well, 
when I went 2 nothing up, I kind of took my foot off the pedal a little bit and only stopped doing it. And when he, come, when he won the next two legs in the, in the fourth set, I thought, this can't go to each because he's got the darts in the last set. So, kind of, a big hand to my chain on my... Kind of knuckles me down, tells me never, ever give in. I lost sight of that for a while and... They've got to be doing it again. So you've just come and sat down here. You've got the uh, little lucky charms and all sorts with you. Just talk us through what you've brought. I've got me teddy. <laughs> it says best granddad on it. My towel my daughter bought me. I've got a lighter that both my grandkids bought me. I think next year I'm going to end up having to carry a carrier bag on and set them all on the table by the time I've finished. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon it's going to help you out? Have you obviously been looking at the draw and who you've got and where I you could meet? Looked, I haven't looked at the draw. I don't know who I'm going to place. I don't, I don't really want to know until I turn up on the 27th. Well, I tell you what, Rob, I'll not tell you. So, what do you right, consider yeah. it? Is, is it like a bit of a different tournament now? You get that first game out of the way, you go away, Christmas, and then back? Yeah, well, the first game's always the hardest, and to be drawn against somebody like Nigel, you can't get much stuff on that. Nigel's probably one of the most consistent players on the floor. I've never seen him playing on stage, and I don't think he has played on stage before now, but I'll, I'll guarantee you next time he's on stage, you'll see a totally different player. Well, that's it for now from On The Wire here at the Ladbrokes.com World Championship. We'll be back soon with more news and interviews, but from myself, Rod Studd, it's goodbye for now.